and we are live hi guys welcome to another episode of nigerian sports and podcast i'm your host david good morning on this beautiful Thursday morning and um yeah i'm not in a good mood sports lost we got knocked out of the fa cup by middlesbrough um this was this is this is after um or what was rather a beautiful weekend you know coming bouncing back from, from a loss away at burnley bouncing back with four new win and then we got um, greeted with a loss away at Middlesbrough. Really cold night, you know. <laughs> really cold night away at Middlesbrough, up north. And um, yeah, to ex- uh, let me not do only do. Um, the other results in the FA Cup. <laughs> and our big story today will be the. Um, if you really wonder, yesterday a report came out, you know, that Bramovich is willing to sell Chelsea yesterday. So um, we'll talk about that today. Uh, without further ado, let's delve into this episode. Okay, welcome to the show today. Um, let's start with the FA Cup rounds. So Middlesbrough hosted Tottenham Hotspur. Now Tottenham Hotspur. Now Middlesbrough, um, they've been responsible for sending home uh, Manchester United. Although I, they were responsible rather for kicking Manchester United out. Um, not not Nottingham Forest. I always I always mistake Nottingham Forest for Middlesbrough. Maybe we go, you know, there was a time I used to watch full of championship a lot back then, around 2015, 16 ish, right? I think Brits uh, Ashon Balong Ashon Balonga was still at Nottingham Forest. So I used to when Middlesbrough got promoted, I thought I would see I would see uh, Ashon Balonga with them. Then I went, oh, it's a Nottingham Forest. So I always like mix the two. So Nottingham Forest is not at Arsenal. Arsenal first. I'm looking at. <laughs> so Middlesbrough uh, beat Tottenham also. Now it was quite an interesting game. Why it's interesting? Now this is back to my point here. I'm not saying not interesting because it was entertaining. Interesting because you know it is the way the way the game turned out. And listen, every sports fan had that feeling in the back of their mind that was gonna happen. You know, but it was a matter of when. Why it was because of the midfield pairing, and you know it was because of the midfield pairing we were gonna see in that game. And that was that was it. Wings and Hoybier. Now that midfield pairing has always been horrible. You know, yes, it walked away at um, late United. Yes. But against that that midfield pairing has everything wrong with everything wrong they have to expect. Um, Wings is not a tackler. He's a he's, he's not he's not known to be a tackler. Um, Hoiberg, yes, you know he was okay in the Euros and the way he played, but he's he's more of um how would I put it? He's just not a guy, you know. Like that role, like so, okay, looking at Conte's three four three over the years and how it has been, so what has been successful. I looked at look at Chelsea. You had Matic and Kante in the middle back then when he was at Chelsea when he won the league with them. And Matic was about the deep line guy, was like the deep line guy, the playmaking guy, able to break up play, tackle, and, and Kante was the guy who was able to get about the pitch and also break up play and counter. Basically, two guys working together in the middle, right? If you go to Inter Milan, I think Inter Milan it was um, Brozovic and um, there's other guy. I'm forgetting the person's name. Brozovic and ah yikes I don't know why I'm forgetting this person it was in Bastoni or something I think it was no Bastoni is a centre back Barella I think it's Barella right it's likely Barella but bottom line Barella obviously we saw it from the Euros right then look at Brozovic the blind playmaker kind you know defensive midfielder being able to break up play basically that is what happened so Hoiberg and Winks are not that guy and not those guys Wings is known for you know shying away from challenges. And find what annoys me about the Wings guy is this, right? You know, he plays like he's Iniesta. Like even Iniesta used to tackle. That's a crazy thing, right? This is there's one footballers that'll be like, okay, we know they don't tackle, but when they get the ball, they do this. Wings is none of these two. He gets the ball, he does nothing with it. He doesn't want to tackle. And the stats came up, he won zero out of his six tackles yes on that on the ninth, on that ninth when that match was played. So that tells you that 
he's not a guy and the fact that he has had he has stayed at sports for seven plus years seven odd years right and a lot of it is as a result of the fact that the fans always freaking defend him they always defend him they always defend his actions every single time they always defend the fact that he's incompetent they always defend him so when you've seen this happen for the last for the better part of the last you know um, for the past the last few years right and every time they keep referencing the real madrid game i'm tired back in 2017 they keep re- referencing that game every single freaking time but they never ever think of any of that game you know i don't do anything and then the whole year situation so now we should not be stuck with these two guys but sadly we are stuck with them because if you take them out you have Harvey white academy player and you have Alfie divine academy player who can step up and this is what happens when you ship out four midfielders and you bring in just two you ship out four players and bring just two midfielders which is who Benta, two players sorry Bentaco and Kulusevski, right? Now you shipped out Lucelso, shipped out Dombele, and shipped out the last three midfielders shipped out. Or oh, no, Lucelso and this guy. So you're left, so you brought in only one. So effectively, you brought in only one who could play in that pro, Bentaco. And now Bentaco is injured, Skip is injured. So we are stuck with Hoybier and Winks. Listen, sports fans, we're playing against Everton on Monday. Be ready. You're going to see Hoybier and Winks. Be just accept it because that is because Bentaco is out injured. He got injured, I think it was against Burnley. And it's no surprise that Sport ended up losing that game, right? So expect it, he's gonna play. And listen, the Middlesbrough game, that's what I was saying, right? Middlesbrough game, on nights like that, championship sites, they are gonna rough you up. And the fact that Wings and Hoiberg made a 40, 40, 40 year old housing, it's not really 40 years old, I'm joking though, but made that so much housing look good on the night. Housing, they were eight, eighth in the cha- Middlesbrough, they are eighth in the championship. So games like that, it's these teams take it seriously. Remember what I said in my previous episode? I always said that teams like that, like even against more camp, those kind of teams, when you get in there, your first 10-20 minutes should be about stamping your authority and reminding them who you are. They start the game. They are not expecting they, they are expected to lose that game normally. They are expected to lose the game. So they are coming in with we have nothing to lose, right? So the first few minutes they are watching to see how long they are, their plan is to stay in the game. That's their plan. We're gonna stay in the game for the first 15 minutes, right? We'll stay in the game, they stay in the game, stay in the game. Once they once they see that, you know, when if they see that we can get at these guys. They will enter the game, and that's what this is why I say I always talk about Man City. Man City do this thing so very well, they do it so well. The first, and this all these lower league teams, they know this, they know this, and this is only why you've seen a lot of FA Cup upsets. Lower league teams, they do this thing, they know that when you step in, they are trying to stay in the game, they want to see if you can because you know you're going to come with a weekend squad, your second guy, second string, going to play this game. So they come in, they're not going to, like, but once they notice, they smell blood and they feel that they can get like, no, what can one just against the middles, middles, right? Son was poor. Kane was, Kane was, I won't say Kane was poor, because this is why I won't say Kane was poor. Kane was at least trying to do something, because, but Son was very poor, nothing was sticking, was losing the ball multiple times, he was missing chances, and for me, he should have been taken off earlier, and the fact that he was, he stayed that long before they brought on Bergwijn, you know, was it Bergwijn or somebody to come in from, no, it wasn't Bergwijn, Son stayed up playing again, and Bergwijn came on and even almost scored, right, if Bergwijn had used his left foot in that chance, it would have been better, anyways, and then don't get me started Mason Royale, man. The goal that was considered by, that was considered was down to Mason Royale, right? Played on the played player on side. Now Mason Royale is one player. What about Romero and Dyer? They were out of position there. And Mason Royale, this this is not even the first time, right? I'm seeing this happen. Again, we're seeing this. We saw this in Southampton also. Him similar, something similar like this. Concerning goals like this. My 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 issue with these players is this, right? They never learn. And this is why you say it's not like this is not a case of learning. This is just who they are. When you know this who they are, you just accept it and you keep it moving. And this is another thing again with sports. When we sports fans understand that 
listen, maybe it's just it's time to accept that the players are not good rather than defending and putting them up on your bios. I mean, you see some people having players like um, Winks as their on their bio, um, Hoybier on their bio, um, Sanchez. You know, this player on their bio, stopping stopping attached to players. You know, that's why sometimes if you criticize the player, they'll tell you, oh, this guy was bad also. So. You know, we shouldn't criticize this guy because somebody else was worse than him. And I, I personally, I always hated that 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 tactic of deflect deflection. But this is what you get. This is what you're gonna get from sports, right? This is what you, you, you get from sports fans, and this is what you, you see. We, we, we see we see happen recently. We're seeing happening, right? And this is my issue. This is the issue I have with sports fans hold grudges with these players. The, the thing is, on Monday, Sun scores. You know, everybody scores. They score. Maybe sports goes to everything and beat everything, three new whatever, right? If sports does do that. Everything is forgotten. Oh, Son is the best player in the world again. Royale is the best player again. You know, everybody's forgetting that, listen, this guy was bad at this particular time of the day. At this particular time in the season. This guy was really bad. You know, everybody forgets this thing. And this is the issue I have with this player, with the, with the club and the fans, the, the culture. So this is the thing again. Now we're going to knock out the FA Cup. Going to knock out the FA Cup now. This is 14 years trophy drought, right? Trophy drought 14 years. Now... The report of Kane leaving, I'm not surprised. In fact, I'm in support of Kane leaving personally. I am, you know, you know me. I am in support of him leaving. Let's be real. It's clear that the club are not willing to do the right things. And yes, you know, there's a continent I want to make him stay and all that. But how would you want to do that when every season we are due an embarrassment and the recourse of the embarrassment is more of the ownership? Four major finals, right? The sports have been to. Every of those single finals would have been won if sports had a better bench or better personnel. That is down to the ownership. And this is five across four different managers, right? Sports have gone to different finals. If you, maybe Mourinho would have Mourinho managed that final, would have argued that sports would have won that one against Man City last But that's past, back in the past. From Pochettino's finals, you know, the finals Pochettino went to, I think it was three finals. League Cup, was it three finals or two finals? Can't remember. It was four finals, right? Pochettino had two. Um, Pochettino had three, right? I can't remember the other final. Okay, no, no, the other fourth major final. I can't remember. I'm probably missing it up. My point here is this, right? The final sports have lost. They could have been won with better personnel. You're going to a final play. If you play a final where Sissoko has to come on or Sissoko has to get involved, I'm sorry, you 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 just just tell yourself the truth, right? It's down to the ownership that sports and the fact that people are defending and running and blaming Conte. Listen, Conte may have things that he should have done in that game. First of all, in that game against Middlesbrough, right? Maybe Conte should have. I don't know, took taking off Son earlier. I don't know, maybe brought on Bergwijn. Maybe that guy's work he should have, would have, could have done. But Lucas Moura is injured. That game was calling more like Lucas Moura. But Lucas Moura is injured. But this was, now this is the thing, right? A player you're relying on is not available. It's up to the ownership to make sure that doesn't happen, right? The manager asks for this. You give the player manager what he wants. You know, and this is what we're, this is what we see with Spurs. You know, they, they get, they, Spurs are the team that would bring in just two players, right? One midfielder, ship out three midfielders and bring in one and hope that we will finish top four. Sports fans, tell yourself the truth, right? Remember, remember my first episode, I always said that, listen, I don't think we'll make top four. I don't think, I, I just want a trophy rather than top, because I don't think we'll make top four. I always say, even when content, I like, I just want to see out the season. I want a trophy, but top four is not my priority. And when you say, oh, top four, I'm like, you guys get carried away because you don't really want to tell yourself the truth. You rather live in your delusion than accept the truth that maybe this squad is not good enough for top four. You'd expect the players to even know this, but the fact that, you know, and this is, and I'm again, and this is it. This is just, this is just the truth, man. You know, accept the fact that these guys are not good enough. And then from there, you demand that they become better. The ownership now, the fans are blaming the, the manager now. So fans are blaming the manager. Oh, the manager should have won, should have won. Okay, fine. If you think sports should have won that game, that's 
it's up to you you know it's your view and you are you're entitled to have that view you're entitled to that right right but if if you're gonna go down that rabbit hole that route of doing that this is have you not learned anything from the last two three years you've ended up blaming the manager and it's still the ownership a new manager comes in okay okay fine let's say you don't want the manager to be gone okay listen let's say you don't want the manager to be gone okay but why is all that energy being directed towards the manager why where is the why is not why is not towards the ownership you know i have quickly file if i if i drop this whole conversation about sports right listen let me just let you guys know something right every single season sports have had this kind of embarrassing results okay let's go back with uh, i think red naps time sports are going to by portsmouth right if i'm not mistaken 2008 or something portsmouth i remember the Africa cup team but do you want to remember that like, fresh my memory on the other you know, sports got knocked out by some weird things sports should not be getting knocked out by, right? Sports got knocked out by um, Genk and Ghent, right? Sports got knocked out by Colchester. On that Mourinho, sports got knocked out by Zagreb. Dynamo Zagreb, right? This is not the embarrassing thing I'm talking about. Zagreb. Now, under Conte, sports got knocked out of the um, Conference League, right? Losing to... Yes, the, yes, technically it's Mora. Because that Mora game, if sports had won that Mora game, sports would have gone through. That's just the truth. Sports got knocked out effectively by Mora, right? Lost to Vitesse and them. These are embarrassing results that Sports should not be losing. You know? Let's get it straight, right? Now, Sports got knocked out of the FA Cup by Middlesbrough, right? Listen, there's no... And got knocked out of the FA Cup without a fight. Sorry, the community should without a League Cup, without a fight by Chelsea. This, this is... These things are getting so common. When will you accept that it's not the own manager? I don't know how many I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about this. I don't know how many I'm going to push on this. Now, people will talk about no, no, oh, no, no. Personally, I don't think no was the right choice. I still stand by that point because there are some games I was watching. And I hope Conte, when I saw what Conte is talking about, when he's talking about the, putting fire on the on the boards of the ownership, I support that that move from him. Now, even if he goes or whatever, it doesn't matter. Because I know it's going to be another managerial circus, you know, if, if Conte leaves, if he walks. Listen. Listen and listen very carefully. If Conte leaves, that's the best chance. Just know he's going to be on that managerial circus again. And you all were celebrating that we got knocked out. And this is the thing that made me laugh. Laugh. Back in December, sports fans were happy. Oh, we got kicked out of the Conference League. It's an irrelevant trophy, anyways. I said, okay, okay. Well, let's focus on top four. One game a week. Fine. You ain't getting top four fans, fans or whatever. You're not getting top four. Okay. Listen. Okay. Let me not. Let me not. Let me not completely negative. Let me leave that window out there. But me, I'm not confident of sports making top four. I am not confident. Okay, I am not because I've I've used my favorite. I've always said that finishing top four is not about one game on, one game off, one game off. You have to turn the light switch on for as long as possible, right? Turn it up on nine. I'm talking about you have to keep going, sustained period of form. I'm talking about five, six games. I'm talking about let's say you win five or six on the bounce. I'm talking about eight and eight game, ten game on beating run. I'm talking about that kind of run. Right, that's how you finish top four. Let's say 12, nice 12 games left, right? This is how you finish top four, right? That's it. 12, 11, 12 games on beating run. Even if you lose one, no problem. But inside those, inside that run, there has to be consecutive wins and maybe two or three draws. But your wins have to be so much, right? That's how you finish top four. You don't need to talk about winning against Man City today. You lose to Burnley. You beat Leeds today. You, no, you don't finish off like that. And this, this, this is it. This is this is a cup run form. A cup run for maybe one game. You focus on that game. You, t- you play it like it's your best game. That's the one game. That's how you do knockout. That's how knockout games are played. That's why I said like sports should try the level. But the FA Cup now, this is what happens when you do not equip the manager with the right tools. I don't suppose make top four. People celebrated that sports were going to knock out player. Generally, go knocked out the uh, conference league. They were happy about it. Well, 
sadly lick up your out every cup you're out just accept the truth but anyways um for me the season i'm not looking at the season anymore i am just done i'm done i am done i'll just watch the games cover it talk as a fan but my expectations are done i don't care about the top four anymore i don't care about where supposed finish i do not care in fact as far as i'm concerned season the season became over when they got knocked out of the FA cup for me because i wanted trophy i wanted silverware now we're going to continue. Trophy is going to continue, and the sad truth is, you're going to have fans who will defend the awful behavior from the players. Anyways, onto the summer. Season is over for me. Um, we'll just watch the games and see how it goes. I what sports are just between probably just trying to help who. I beg, I beg, I'm, I'm tired. Let me just, let's just just let them go. Whatever it is, what it is. Anyways, uh, me talking about sports. Let's go to the next next games in the FA Cup round. Losing town against Chelsea. Chelsea coming off that game, winning three two. Um, Lukaku scoring the winning goal. Wow, I mean, I feel, I feel I made from Lukaku. <laughs> then Lukaku ended up scoring the winning goal. Close to Lukaku. And this is another thing about depth. Chelsea do have that. People love that. Play some of their second string guys, you know, who would not occasionally play in the first games. But they were able to see put out a strong enough score to beat Luton Town. I think Sports should have, Chelsea should have been able to beat Luton Town already in the first few minutes. I think it's probably down to what I said again playing with your food. You know, Luton Town taking the lead and then Chelsea coming back and clawing back to win. For me, I, big teams do this in a lot. Chelsea were lucky enough to get away with it. We don't, and probably they were lo- lucky enough to do it. You know, because they have a good enough score to be able to claw victory back, claw back and, you know, win the game. But it also, it can be that they might not be lucky. Because I've seen games where they were not that lucky. I remember Bradford, Bradford, right? Some years ago. When they got, when they got knocked out of the FA by Bradford, I think 14. Anyway, Chelsea going through. Um, Liverpool against Norwich City, two goals from Minamino, and this is, hey, I want to talk about Liverpool quickly before I, before I do the next one. Liverpool again, you see, now they look very likely like winning more trophies, right? They won the League Cup, and then the, they are seeing the FA Cup. They have a good enough depth. I, you know, I always keep forgetting to mention Minamino. Whenever I mention Liverpool's front three, right? There are multiple front three. There are two front threes, right? I always forget to mention Minamino. You know when I, I'll mention maybe the front three, I'll be like, okay, Mane, Firmino and Salah, right? That front three. Then there's another one behind. There's um um Jota, Luis Diaz, and now and you know I should mention Jota. I'm um, sorry, Origi. I forgot to always mention Minamino. So Minamino, Liverpool have seven attacking options for three positions. Let that sink in. These people are well. They are well stacked on re- to win trophies this season. Okay, that is how you win trophies. You win trophies by playing your squad. You create a first eleven. You build a depth. What does Liverpool do? They first build an eleven. Then they build it. They are building a depth. They build a depth, they build a so basically they are stacked in the, in the front attacking. I mean, Liverpool might look they brought midfielders, they might look to bring in more midfielders eventually. They might not, they might not need, they might bring in more, but the, the fullback, left fullback, it was one um Shimikas that played that game, so they are stacked in the left fullback position. Right fullback, probably Nico Williams can do the job, or Trent is playing so good that maybe even if you take out Trent, like I said in my previous episode, if you take out Trent, you put in somebody there. The, the the way the squad is so good, right? The one player there who is of local, like maybe like Nico Williams, who's not as up to the levels of Trent, he will still be able to do enough to not make them feel it that much. They might feel it, but if if it's if against a team like Norwich or this kind of lower league teams, they'll be able to do enough. So the Northern Norwich team, I mean, who scored two goals in that game, he's not the guy. But see, in, FA, in your cup runs, these are the kind of players you will need. I mean, I mean, is not a starter. Might not even be a second choice, might not be an option of the bench, but in games like this kind of cup runs, they are league cup run. Origi was the star of the show. Origi was one who was getting their late goals, you know, helping them get their late goals, right? Now, if you look at this one too, Minamino has been chipping in with goals. So it's totally gonna be their guy, their um their lifeline, their wild card in the run. This is this is how you win. this is how you win cups. I mean, remember Chelsea's teams those days. We used to oh Salomon Kalu those days for Chelsea, but Kalu used to always contribute some games where he would come and contribute. 
these clubs are kind of these kind of players, right? There's kind of players who we think they are not the starters, you know. But when when they are called upon, they come in and do a job, and you know, this is what I'm talking about. And with Liverpool again, they are doing that real well with their with their squad. And Southampton also beating West Ham 3-1. Southampton and West Ham, they have this kind of I don't know if it's in my head, but they have this kind of mini rivalry. I used to see West Ham could win, West Southampton could win, but this kind of mini rivalry both of them have, <laughs> you know. But yeah, something winning this one 3-1. Peterborough, Man City, Man City winning their game 2-0. Mares and um, Grealish scoring the goals, and this is again what I said. Man City not playing with their food. They step in, do the job, and get out and deep. That's how you. That's how you do it. I think they won their last game against Swindon. Also now they've won this one. No, this Swindon. Prefer this one. Anyway, Peterborough. So they won two. Now this is you can make fun of Man City all you want. Oh, Man City are gonna get easier teams in the cup runs. It's true they could get easy teams in the cup runs, but let's be real. Man City when they get these easy teams, they crush them. They do not play with their food. And this is what you do when you are... Don't freaking play with your freaking food. For goodness sake. Anyways, don't go about this. Crystal Palace winning their games. So it's toasted 2-1. So that's, these are the six games that have happened in the last two Now there are two games to go. Everton versus Bournemouth today at um, 9.45. And um, Nottingham Forest will play against Huddersfield come Monday 7th of March. So it's, it's supposed to be eight games, round of 16. So the quarterfinals is the next round, which is last eight. So this is the last 16. So... Everton Bohemia. So um good luck to the rest teams that are left in the cup runs in the cup. And um yeah, yeah, I think that's that's all I have to say about um the cup runs. So I'm done with this segment of the cup games reviews. So in the next um segment we'll be talking about our big story. Our big story will be the Abramovich is selling Chelsea. So um, I'll see you on that side. And welcome to this side of the show. Um, Abramovich, well, if you're living, if you're living under a rock, um, I, I don't know, I'm tired of saying that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, Abramovich is about, Abramovich is going to sell Chelsea. He'll be selling Chelsea. Um, it's not a surprise, you know, actually when you look at the, the conflict between, in Russia, the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, right? And the, the ripple effect of all of that, you know, is, is what is, is what I ended up touching, um, Abramovich here in this situation here. The ripple effect. And that's what has happened with Abramovich here. Now, listen, I'm not surprised that it's happening, you know, because even in, in the in this in the um in this in the club statement, he highlighted that it is in the best interest of the club and also but okay, let's quickly go by the club statement. I have a summary of the club statement here and I will be going over it quickly. So from the club statement I read, right, he there are multiple points that were highlighted, right? That I highlighted. And he said, you know, he said he will to be he's gonna be fast so he's gonna be selling the club, yes. But it's gonna be it's not gonna be fast tracked. It's gonna be like if it's gonna follow due process, so it's gonna be slow, effective, due process. And this is a funny thing, right? He will not be asking for any loans to be repaid. So we know Chelsea owe Abramovich 1.5 billion pounds, right? 1.5 billion pounds. And he's saying it's not gonna be he doesn't want to be repaid. So he's basically giving the club for giving that debt to Chelsea. And then we again. He said it's 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 never been about it's never been about a business or money, but pure passion for the game and the club. And this is said uh, says going to set up. And also another thing he says he's going to set up a foundation for the benefits of the victims of the war in Ukraine. And he says okay, it's a difficult decision, yes, but believes in the best interest of the club. Now the point about the foundation 
for the benefits of the victims of the war in Ukraine, right? Um, that that you know, there's only, there's only, I know there's gonna be mixed feelings towards that thing. Looks like, it looks like a very good move on paper, right? Probably looks like it looks. I don't know if it looks like something that okay. Let's get the heat off my back. Let people not make it look like I am in support of the. The, uh, probably that's what it probably looks like to me. It looks like okay, I don't want to. I don't make it look like I'm in support of the whole um, conflict, right, or the actions. So let me let the empathy side. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what. But people are gonna draw meaning different. And, so, and obviously, some people don't like him anyway. So let's be real. But like so, some people are gonna look at it like, oh, he's trying to buy his image. He's gonna paint his image. He's trying to wash his image by doing that. <laughs> you know, that's what some might think. And also, it's, him saying it has never been about his business, but pure passion for the game. You get listen. Right, in as much as people want to throw a dig and say, oh, nobody gets into, you know, you can't fault him for that if you're going to be real about that, right? Because prior to him, Chelsea had won one league title, I think six, five domestic trophies, right? And they had two, three relegations, right? So basically, that's, now, since he joined, they've won 18 trophies. So, majority, if not all the, majority of the trophies Chelsea have won, have been down to Abramovich. In fact, prior to him, Chelsea had not won the league in 55 years. So he, Abramovich winning those trophies, all the trophies Chelsea have won in the last 18, so let's say 18, 90% of the trophies Chelsea have won, so roughly 90 or roughly 90 or more than 90% of the trophies Chelsea have won as a club have been down to Roman Abramovich's investment. Now people say, oh, it's dirty Russian money, da 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 you know, you know that's up to, it's up to them, it's their opinions, though, but that, that's just up to them. Now him saying it has never been about a business for him. Mm, I've covered that already. I think that's but, but this one interesting interesting story here, right? It's only interesting here. Yeah. Abramovich not being able to because because I quickly forget five quickly something I also saw in the in this I didn't I didn't know that right. He said that he hopes to be in Chelsea in person, right? To wave them the last goodbye. It's gonna be an emotional moment for Chelsea fans from what I'm observing because <laughs> it's gonna be an emotional moment for them. And he's gonna be there to wave them goodbye. Now why I, I that was quite interesting to me saying that he hopes to be in the ground life to wave them goodbye because there was a period when Abramovich was not in I don't know if he was you know most of the Chelsea games were Stanford Bridge to watch their games but you know there's a period where Abramovich has not really been around and he has been, and I checked I, I dug in and I figured that um he has an issue with the UK right so I googled and I said okay is he really banned he has an issue with the UK so apparently Immigrations um, officials have claimed structure. According to, I read the Sun. According to, yes, a lot of people don't like the Sun. <laughs> we know this, right? But you know, I just have to. I just they just gave me the information I was looking for, and some of the other um, reports by the other papers sort of corroborate these um, reports. Because so immigration officials have clear instructions not to allow Abramovich base himself in the UK. This is according to the Sun, and he would. So in 2018, he withdrew. Um, Application for a UK tier one investors visa in 2018 amidst diplomatic tensions between both countries. The tensions um, remains of interest to HMG due to its links to Russia and other. So these are like some reports that come up. Now the question is, now he may be able to attend, you know, and come, but it looks like he said he can't base himself in the UK. I do not. According to the report, he said he hasn't shown to let him base himself in the UK. Um, it's quite an interesting debate, interesting report. But he could be available. He might. He might I mean, surely to him to be there and just wave goodbye. And then on that thing, one MP also said that he should not be allowed to own a club in the UK. This was like things on a tweet, right? During the house, the House of Commons or something. He said he should not be. Abramovich should not be allowed to own a club in the UK in Chelsea. So probably the him selling the club, right? Him selling selling Chelsea probably makes a lot of sense. You know, it, it makes a lot of sense on paper. I would let pressure pressure of him, and probably maybe the club does not, do not really want that kind of thing over their heads, right? But if you look at this report, right, that's out about Abramovich, 
probably br- br- brings up um, some questions. Okay, him probably raises some eyebrows, right? Maybe some some talks. You know, okay, maybe he's signing the club not because he wants to. He's probably signing it because this is this 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 and the the um the cloud hanging over. It's probably that's why he's selling the club. But yeah. That's that's just what you know. From some of my favorite. Listen, I'm not giving any. I'm not. I, I don't want to give my own uh, this thing. What I think and what I think. What I think. What I think. What I think. Okay. I don't. I don't want to. It's up to. It's up to me. But this is just what I. I just wrote to read. Now, some people might think he's selling for a lot of reasons. But some some people might think he's selling because he he, he wants to look good in the eyes. Of maybe maybe he's selling for good intentions. Listen, I will never like the thing with me is right. If somebody says something right. Sometimes I like to give them the benefit of the doubt, especially when, if you look at this, right? Now, Abramov is saying that he will sell, he has, it does not been about uh, money, but more about passion for the game, right? If you look at the, his actions, his actions have shown that, listen, it has been about passion because he's not afraid to sack managers, you know, he's not afraid to splurge. If you look at how much high he splurged in the first two years when he joined, when he signed, he bought Chelsea in 2002 or 2001, something like that, around that range, right? That period, right? And then within two years, they were league champions already, right? He had gone out, he had splurged. You know, they were, they were trying to get Ronaldinho. They had gone out, signed Crespo, signed Shevchenko. So basically, they had signed the best of the best, Makelele, you know. So his actions have shown that maybe it's not really about money, but more about passion. Because most, if you think about it now, there's ownership for football clubs nowadays. When they just have a takeover, when they take over a club, they do not go. It's very rare to see someone who splurged. Like, I mean, let's be real. Even since Abramovich was even before the FFP rules came in, other clubs had takeovers and they had not really splurged like that. So let's 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 just you know make something let's let's let something clear here, here, right? But le, le, and that's the thing with Abramovich though. His actions have shown that it's maybe not about it. And this is another thing: the, putting up Chelsea for sale, they figure the price. Reports going around that it's probably going to be around thirty billion pounds. It's probably the amount they're going to be. And this is why, why now why that figure is of interest to me is this as a sports fan. It's Spurs ownership, Danny Levy and Co. They want to sell Spurs, and they are putting the, the figure. They are they are putting the figure at around three billion pounds, right? That's how much they want to sell. And also, quickly before I talk about that one, really, and the reaction to the tweet by some Chelsea fans by the, the selling of the, the selling of the club, some fans have said, okay, Abramovich being sold. This is reactions in general. Right? Some fans are happy Abramovich is leaving because obviously a lot of fans know that Abramovich being at Chelsea is a big catalyst for their success. And not, not just being a catalyst for their success, the way he spends clearly shows that he's not really in it for the he's not in it for the money because like he said, some people really accept that okay, maybe he's just spending because he wants to love the club. Some people say that you know him not wanting that 1.5 billion back for giving that loan. Some people think that I've, I read the tweet this morning where somebody was saying that it looks like he was washing, he washed the money or something. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But that's what somebody said. Um, some people, some people said that. And somebody also said that. Listen, um, probably selling the club. Probably selling the club means probably means that um whoever he hands over the club to because of his actions is probably going to be in good hands it means the club is going to be in good hands we don't know this we don't know that and it's very difficult for Chelsea to say an ownership like owner like Abramovich because of the way he spent the way he did this you know it's it's really really interesting it's really really um interesting to see the way he has you know conducted himself and how he has done things in the last few in the last year so listen the way he has sorry the way he has spent as ownership as the owner I don't think you've ever seen an owner like that. Yes, Real Madrid are one of the other teams who, who spends like that, who's, who really goes up. But I don't think they have like before. I mean, look at Chelsea in the last two, three years. Look at how they've spent. So, uh, yes, the Fubayan affair has more been handled by Granitska, right? And some of their other executives at their club. You know, but, and also, Real Madrid is also putting up 
you know, like I said in the last episode, where he set up a board to oversee the club first stewardship. I'm trying to, I'm wondering, maybe those guys will handle things. I've not really seen anything with respect to any the development concerning that. Maybe because now at that time he hadn't, he didn't want to sell it. Now he's going to sell it. So what's going to happen to those guys? Maybe the new ownership might have something to talk to those guys. You know, layers with these guys probably keep them on board. We don't know, but like I said, due process, the takeover will be interesting. But anyway, let me talk about now. Why I said three billion is an interesting, interesting figure to me. Sports want to sell their own at that amount. There's no logical thinking person that would tell me that they would prefer to sign Chelsea. L- listen, from a business standpoint, you prefer to sign Sports over Chelsea to, to buy Sports over Chelsea. When you look at the amount of work you have to do by owning Sports, yes, you know the ownership of the stadium, that and other 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 stuff there. But look at Chelsea. Champions League winners, Champions League holders, they look more likely to be successful to win trophies, right? And you, they, they have a better squad all around. So even if you're going to come in, if you spend just about three billion pounds and you go in, one, well, you're not really going to spend a lot on players because they already have a good squad. In fact, they already have a good structure in place, whereas you just have to get in and just throw some money in. In fact, they are even self-sustaining already. So you don't even really have to go in and spend a lot of money if you're, if you're buying Chelsea. So look at Spurs. Awful recruitment, awful ownership, awful squad. So you have to spend a lot on that squad to revamp that squad. And look at the cost of players in the market today. And also you have to convince players to join. Chelsea are a more attractive proposition for sports to join, for, for, than sports to join, than sports for a player. To, if the player is given the option to make a choice between both clubs, right? So if you look at the way it happened in the last, I don't even understand why. You know, listen, sports fans, it looks like we're going to be stuck with these owners because now most of are not going to chop that, stump up that cash and. What kind of love are you gonna have for sports? Because listen, it was 2003, 2004, that kind of period. You know, the loyal love teams. So now there are a lot of things to upset because now Chelsea are already t- challenging for title. They're already challenging for the title, doing things. So even if you come in, the work you have to do for Chelsea is not as much as the work you would do for sports. So that's why a lot of sports. I know a lot of fans will be like, oh, um, get be careful of the owner. You want. listen. Morality went out the window the minute um, the Premier League allowed. Um, rather signed by Chelsea and Morality even went they even kicked Morality as far away from the Premier League as possible when they allowed the uh, Mansour Mansour to take over take over at Man City and now they even allowed they even, they even they, they, in fact they took it in fact not just kicking it far they went and dug the ground and buried it completely when the Saudis took over Newcastle so forget about it and now with the addition of Newcastle into the mix because obviously they're going to stay up this summer they're going to splurge in this summer if you look at how much how they splurge in January they're gonna splurge in this summer. So signing buying Chelsea, if I even now unless if you as a sports fan, if I had the money, I would not sign sports over buy sports over Chelsea. It's just the truth. Let's leave passion out the window. So if if and that's just it. I don't understand. We're stuck with these owners, sports fans. So you have to force them to do right. You have, you have to force them to do right. You have no choice. <laughs> you have no choice. Anyways, uh, that's how I come to the end of this episode. Um the big story. Um We'll see how it goes, develops. I'm back on Monday to give more updates. And then we'll get more. Obviously, the way football is going now, this is definitely going to be a big story every every now and then. I mean, nobody, I didn't really see Abraham selling the club because even as at Monday, we thought Abraham was, even there are reports that he was saying he's not going to sell the club. And now we're seeing that they're going to sell the club. So a lot can happen between now and Monday. Um, I'm still your host, David, and I'll see you guys Monday. Bye. Have a nice weekend.